0: Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, 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 hello. I am so excited to get into today's episode. Maybe I say that at the beginning of most episodes. I recognize that, but I really am genuinely excited to sit down and record these episodes and today's in particular, because today we are talking about angels, guides, and ancestors. Oh my. Oh, this is going to be a big, juicy topic. We're gonna to touch on loads of different members of our spirit team. And we're really going to dive into how our spirit team helps helps to guide us and direct us and, and really who these different players, if you will, are. So before we dive into today's topic, I have been kind of reviewing now that there are, I think I have 11 episodes or so up. I think this is the 12th. Maybe this is the 13th Um, now that there's a few out, I've been looking at which episodes are you listening to the most and I'm taking a guess here, but if these are the episodes that are listened to the most, that they're probably the ones that are of most interest. So now I feel like I kind of have a little bank and I can really start to help to kind of gear what I want to talk about with what you want to hear about. So I think we're gonna find a really good balance moving forward. So far, I'm finding that the episodes that I really get into spirituality and kind of these bigger concepts and these bigger topics are the most listened to podcast episodes. So I would love to hear from you if that sounds like a good kind of jump to conclusion that I've made. Are you interested in these deeper spiritual conversations? What episodes, what stories, what has stuck out for you so far. I would absolutely love to hear that because ultimately I want to give you more of what you want to hear. And I also want to really be living in my purpose and speaking my truth. And I know there's a way to do both of those things together. I just need your direction to really help me understand what you want to hear about the most. So. If you are not already connected with me on Instagram, come on over and say hello. I am at stephanie.isabella underscore and I do share quite a bit on there. I'm on my stories often. I make some funny reels. I post frequently. I think that I'm a little bit funny sometimes (laughs) so you might want to give me a follow if you also like Um, these kinds of conversations. I get into these in a a little bit different of a fashion on Instagram. I also host a Living on Purpose community that is really geared towards helping you um, think about these bigger questions, think about your life from a different angle or a different perspective and really take control of your life, do the things that you can do in order to follow your dreams, in order to live in your purpose in order to find more joy and really to live intentionally. Because I do believe that we were all put here for a reason. And so ultimately, whether you're just following me on the podcast, whether you're just on Instagram, whether you're just in my community, the Living on Purpose community on Facebook, wherever it is that you're connecting with me, that is really my my aim and my mission to help you understand where your passion is, where your purpose is, and how to follow that and live that intentionally and purposefully. Okie dokie, let's dive into today's episode. I'm really excited. I feel like sometimes I can have a hard time finding people to have these types of conversations with because often you'll hear as I kind of get through the episode, but often one or more of the terms or members, if you will, of our spirit team don't resonate with everybody so I want to start by saying very clearly these are my opinions and perspectives these are based off of my beliefs these are based off of my experiences these are based off of lifelong learnings yes lifelong learnings you'll I have experiences with loads of of this type of stuff since I was a very little girl, but really only been trying to understand it more on a a logical level in the last few years or so. So let me break down what I mean when I say spirit team, because if you do follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me use that phrase before. And ultimately what I mean by spirit team is anybody who is on your team in the spiritual realm. So we are on this physical realm, we're in this physical 3D world, and I believe that there is also a realm that is spiritual, that is something that we can't see or touch, it doesn't operate on the same timeline as our physical um, world in front of us here. Uh, Some people refer to this as like 3D, 4D, I even hear 5D, 60, honestly, I'm not quite sure the differences between four, five, and 60. (laughs) All I know is that 3D is our physical world here and 4D and above, I suppose, is some sort of a uh, spiritual reality. (laughs) Obviously, that is not my area of expertise. But what I do know, not a lot about, but what I do know enough about to have this conversation with you is about angels, guides, ancestors, your highest self, God and Jesus. And those are the members that I'm talking about when I talk about your spiritual team. Could there be more members? Heck yeah, there could be. Um, I never want my brother to hear me admit this out loud because growing up, we always used to have this argument, are ghosts real or are aliens real? And I was a firm believer that ghosts were real based off of my own personal experiences. And he thought ghosts definitely couldn't exist and that aliens were real. And I was a firm believer believer that aliens weren't real. Now where I'm at, I don't know, maybe aliens are real. Maybe they are part of our spirit team. I honestly don't know, but we're not really gonna get into aliens today. My whole point is just that this is my understand understanding of our spirit team, where I'm at today. And I hope that it's going to grow and evolve as I grow and evolve. And let's be real, that's how things work. As we learn more, we understand things deeper. So let's dive like right into kind of the first player, if you will, of our team. And that is really your highest self or your higher power. And I feel like this is a fairly common term. I feel like you probably have heard this one before, um, but I'm just going to add in a little definition from my perspective so that we're on the same page here. So when I think of your higher self or your higher power or highest, power and highest self, I'm thinking who you were designed to be when you are in your power. So again, if you do follow me on Instagram, you know I talk loads about regaining your power and stepping into your power and how change can only happen from a place of empowerment. And so if you are working on creating some sort of a change in your life, more joy, following your dreams, less same old, same old, less hamster wheel lifestyle, You are really going to want to find small ways in your life to regain your power so that you can make the changes that you want. So really your highest self is you in your power, fully standing in your power, understanding your worth, trusting yourself, believing in yourself, audaciously chasing your dreams, um, strong in your values, strong in your beliefs. I believe that that is your higher self and your highest power. It's your authentic self, the truest, most naked, natural version of you. It's who you are without the world telling you who you should be. It's, it's you, the deepest core rooted version of you. And I firmly believe that the dreams that you have, and by dreams, I mean, Yes, sometimes our actual actual literal go to sleep, wake up kind of dreams, but I also mean your ambitions, your goals, those tugs on your heart, those things that just keep coming up and and maybe might even seem like a selfish idea. So for me, an example of a dream that I have that might seem like a selfish idea is a house on a beach. To some, that might seem like there's no way that that is going to impact anybody else. But what I believe about our dreams is that because our highest self is is ourself in our self in our version with the most power, when we chase our dreams, when we follow our dreams, when we take action to move towards our dreams, we are stepping more and more and more and more into our power. And I know I've said this before on other episodes, but I'm gonna say it again. You following your dreams, you living in your dreams, you being the highest version of yourself that you are able to be, helps the whole world. It really is contagious. It really is a trickle-down effect. It really is inspiring for people to witness you moving towards your dreams and embracing that you are worth your dreams. And can you just take a hot second and just pause and think about what the world would look like. If we really do, just try this on for size, if we really do have dreams and beliefs that are meant not just for us, but to make the whole world a better place, if each and every person on this world has these dreams, can you just imagine what this world would be like if we were honest with ourselves in our dreams, if we pursued these dreams, if we all honestly lived in our highest power, can you imagine the difference that this world would be? I find that quite profound to think about. And often this perspective gets labeled as rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and all of that. And yes, I do, I do recognize that there's a lot of people not living in their higher power in this world. And I mean, to be frank, living in your higher power, are any of us ever fully, truly living in our higher power? I think part of being human is that we are flawed, that we do have these pieces of us that are very human. So ultimately, moral of that story, (laughs) I believe our dreams really do impact others, really do affect others, and you, chasing and pursuing your dreams will make the world a better place. So that is your highest self and highest power. And I believe that that is a very important member of your spiritual team because that is you. That is the most authentic and true version of you. So it's almost like you are the middle of this team. Not the leader, I am gonna get into who I believe the leader to be, but I would say you are almost the middle. Um, I'm getting this image in my brain, almost like everybody else on your spiritual team is like your bodyguards around you and you're in the middle and they are not necessarily protecting you. I am gonna get into that too, but they are guiding you, supporting you, and really um, leading you through life. Okay, so let's get into our next member of our spiritual team. This, I kind of have two different versions here, not versions. I have one version, but you can adopt whichever you most closely resonate with. But there is God and there is Jesus. And I know lots of people who believe in God don't necessarily believe in Jesus. So again, take what works for you, leave the rest. I believe in Jesus. But if we're looking at God, I believe that God is the creator. God is the leader. So like I just said, your highest self is not necessarily the leader of your team. God is the leader. God is the creator. God designed and put into reality everything that we see. Jesus is the son of God and I believe that he was sent here as an example of how to live a godly life as a human. So again, like I was talking about our highest self and our highest power, can any of us truly ever 100% be in our highest self and our highest power while being humans? I don't know. And I believe that's part of the reason that Jesus was sent here to show us how to merge these two realms, how to merge these two realities of our spiritual aspects and this very human experience that we have. So personally, when I am feeling Like I want to shift the energy around me when I am praying or blessing. When I'm preparing for this podcast, my routine is to play a certain song called The Blessing that I love. Um, I light some sage and do a little smoke cleanse. I usually draw an affirmation card and I ask Jesus to bless my words. I ask God to be with me. And when I'm feeling like I'm... Mm, maybe need some protection, maybe like there's some not so great energy going on around me, I always call on Jesus. For me, that's how I know that I'm calling on love and light and working with energies that are going to be beneficial and healing and not energies that are going to be Um, draining or negative or fearful. So I'm not going to get too much into the negative aspect, but I do want to make this distinction that for me, when I need to know that the energies, the spiritual energies that I'm working with are rooted in love, I call on Jesus. Okay, so our next member of the spiritual team are our guides. And Honestly, uh, the terminology spiritual guides or spirit guides or guides is a newer term for me just over the last kind of couple years here, Um, but I do very deeply relate to this word, or I guess to the concept more so. So our guides are here to guide us. (laughs) They're very appropriately named, Um, but here's the thing. They are not here to save us. They are not here to make sure we don't suffer. In fact, if our suffering is going to lead to the greater good overall in the future, they might actually encourage us or support us in continuing down that path. So that might sound a little like doomsday negative Nancy here, but let me explain what I mean. I believe now, which I have definitely not always believed, especially when I was going through it, but I believe now that my um, struggles with chronic migraines really were for a reason. I believe the lessons that I learned through those struggles and will continue to learn, I still have chronic migraines, I still get them very often, but the lessons that I have learned and will continue to learn are going to help not just me in the future, but I am very passionate and very vocal about sharing the lessons that I've learned. And so that is my example. So I guess you could throw in the argument of well, did you need that lesson to be able to share these stories? I don't know. Could I have learned it in a less painful, less life-altering, less depressive way? I don't know. But I also believe that we are given the exact circumstances and the exact things that we do need in order to really fulfill our purposes. So I don't know. I don't think I have all the answers for you today, but I will kind of throw some of these questions out there and just let things sit with you. So if it's part of something bigger, our guides might actually let us suffer. And they're not doing it in a vindictive way. They're not doing it as ha ha ha, you're suffering. But they have the big picture and they have the ability to see that sometimes we have to go through the hard stuff in order to come out the other side and truly make a difference in this world. So I believe that our guides are assigned to us, for me, I believe that they're assigned to us from God, from Jesus, to aid us in our development to becoming our highest self. So our highest self was in that middle with all the kind of bouncers around it, the different members of our spirit team. God and Jesus are our leaders, are our creators, Jesus being kind of the human example of God. And our guides are guiding us to become the version of ourselves that God created us to be. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of talking about guides here, I was not always a huge fan of this word, guides. I didn't really get it, especially um, identifying as a Christian, this is not a word that I had heard used. But I was doing some meditative writing a couple years ago. And meditative writing, if you're not sure what that means, it basically means you get kind of into a meditative zone. So, where you're not thinking, it's like when you watch the clouds go by and you're not holding attachment to the cloud, and then like, Oh, I'm so mad that that cloud's above me or ooh, I love that cloud, I hope it never leaves. That's getting attached to the clouds. You just watch the clouds go by. So a meditative state is just watching your thoughts go by rather than being attached to the certain thoughts. So meditative writing, you're just writing and you're not really thinking, you're not really processing, you're not altering or changing or Um, diving deep into feelings or reasons or rationales rationales behind why you're writing certain things, you're just writing. So like free flow writing. And as I was writing, I got this message from my spirit guide. And I remember (laughs) looking at this piece of paper after I finished writing. My writing changed halfway through. So my actual writing, um, like my handwriting changed. a different style that I didn't recognize it didn't look like my writing anymore that's how I knew that I was in that meditative zone because my handwriting had changed and I read my notes back to myself and I had a message come through that I had a spirit guide with me my whole life and this example from when I was a kid got pulled up as an example of a time when my guide was there with me protecting me and keeping me safe. And I <laughs> I was nosy, I was curious, so I started asking some more questions. And what I have learned so far about my guide, I maybe I have more, but the one that I've connected with the most, his name is Peter. And I really do believe that he's been there all of my life. Once he started to bring in these examples of how, how I would know that it was him, I started to recognize quite a few times through my life where I knew that I was being guided and supported. Again, because I identify as a Christian, often God and Jesus are the, the entire spirit team that gets talked about. And I don't say this in a negative way. I think that that terminology has given me a lot of power, a lot of insight, opened my eyes to a lot that goes on in this world. All I'm saying is that I have other terminology that I now more identify with than I used to only limit to God and Jesus. Now I really believe in guides and I believe that they are there to support us, but not necessarily to prevent us from suffering. Okay. Let's move on to ancestors. So ancestors, admittedly, I don't know a lot about ancestors. I feel like there's a lot to know about ancestors, but essentially it's our lineage. It is the people who came before us and we are deeply connected to them. So in many ways, but even just in the sense of When we go through trauma, which I know I've mentioned before, but I'm going to say again here, trauma is relative. Your body doesn't know that somebody else has been through worse than you. Your body only knows your experiences. And because trauma is relative, when you go through an experience that your body perceives to be traumatic, again, it can't compare it to anybody else's experience, only your own, so if you've had I mean, honestly, trauma probably happens much earlier than this, but if you've had 10 years of happy, joyful, loving days, fully supported, no struggles at all, and then you have what might be considered to some to be a quote, slightly traumatic experience, your body recognizes that as trauma, regardless of the degree of trauma. And so when we experience trauma, our body stores it, our body holds it, and our body kind of tucks it away. And you can think about this even in the sense of when you were a baby in your mom's tummy, if she went through anything, was any of that stored within you? Ooh, my ears are ringing right now, which is usually a sign for me that I am onto something. (laughs) So I'm gonna keep going down this. Um, So if, if you're in your mom's tummy and she goes through something, that experience, that trauma, goes into your body also. And your mom, when she was in her mom's tummy, what if her mom went through trauma, which again, it's relative, so very likely happened. This is just one example of how trauma is and can be passed down. But I would encourage you to kind of explore this thought in your mind and think about the different ways that experiences, that trauma, that stories, that beliefs, really are passed down generation to generation and maybe you're familiar with the term generational healing i think there's a lot of power here there's a lot that can be done here and there's a lot to be said here um, again i don't know a lot about ancestors but i do know that they are big members of our spirit team um And they are really, really rooting for you because they've been here. They know what it's like. They were here in human form. They have gone through their own trials and struggles and you have come before them. So the same way that maybe, maybe you had this thought too, but I think I wanna make this world the best that I can for my kids and their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. And actually that's even part of the song, the blessing that I play as I, as I get ready for my podcast. It talks about like all the future generations. I think it talks about a hundred generations. So that just shows you like, even though ancestors may not necessarily be talked about in Christianity or as far as I'm concerned and have read and heard and understood. I haven't necessarily heard this term used often, but I do find it to be very biblical when I actually go and and look things up and, and do some research of my own. I just find ancestors super exciting. I mean, we could get into like past life regressions and like, there's so much more that we could get into. Um, but I think because this is really not my area of expertise, ancestors, I'm going to leave that there. I am going to mention though that while I'm doing Reiki sessions, some really cool things have been happening. And I believe I mentioned this in the Reiki, episode. So if you haven't listened to the Reiki episode and you are curious about Reiki, I have some pretty cool stories that I share in that episode. So head back. I believe the episode is just called Reiki, uh, something like that. But I've had guides and ancestors come through for certain clients. And it's really exciting for me as the practitioner. I hope it's exciting for my clients too. But for me as the practitioner, it's really exciting because all of these members of our spirit team have a different vibration. I feel them differently. Um, And I really experience their energy differently. Like I I can kind of tell like, no, this isn't an ancestor. No, this isn't a spirit guide. Um, it's, it's really fun for me to kind of get to play in these realms and then start to understand, uh, the different aspects, the different personalities, the different ways that all of these members of our team come together. Okay. Last but not least, let's talk angels. And I think angels might be, (laughs) I mean, sorry to my spirit team, but I'm picking favorites. (laughs) Angels are just they're angels. There's nothing like an angel. It is a completely and totally different experience. And angels in particular have been one of those thoughts that is like persistently bugging my mind. Like I I keep feeling like I need to know more. I need to learn more. And actually about a year ago, I went on quite the quest to learn more about angels. I asked quite a few people, quite a few people in my church community, quite a few people outside of my church community. And I got like essentially zero answers, like nothing. I felt very frustrated by this because I felt like like, what do you mean there's no information for me? What do you mean you don't have anything to have a conversation with about angels with me? Aren't they aren't they amazing? Aren't they important? Aren't they, you know, like they, they have all these roles in the Bible? So I thought for sure the people who I relate to from my Christian faith would be able to talk about angels with me. But it's at least in my denomination or my specific, I, I reached out to a few different, Um, people who attend different churches. So I'm not going to say it's just my specific church, but I just wasn't finding anybody who was able to have a conversation about angels with me. And so I started to kind of dig and do a bit of my own research. At this point, I had heard one Reiki practitioner years before talk about archangels. I believe I mentioned this in my Reiki episode too, because she mentioned Oh gosh, I'm so bad with names, but I think it was Archangel Michael. I know for a long time I used to say Michelangelo, <laughs> and then I realized that's not an angel. I was getting it all like, all confused in this world. <laughs> but I was I was really um, drawn to Archangel Michael. I believe I believe I want to say blue. I'll have to look this up after. I should have looked it up before but I wasn't expecting to bring this story up. Um, Anyways, this was the angel that I would call on for protection because at this point I was quite overwhelmed with everybody else's stuff, everybody else's energy. And this Reiki practitioner recognized that and said, you need to just like put up some boundaries and learn to set boundaries, which fun fact, now I love boundaries. But anyways, Archangels weren't necessarily what I was resonating with, Was that I was relating with, what was really speaking to me. Not that I was like, oh no, these don't exist. I don't believe in them. But it just wasn't like quite there for me. I was looking for a bit deeper understanding, a bit more understanding. And I mean, how much can any human really understand about an angel? But what I can tell you is that the energy of an angel is remarkable. Um, if you have felt the energy of God, if you have felt the energy of Jesus, angels are right up there. Ancestors and spirit guides have, uh, I don't want to say like a lower vibration because that makes it sound like, oh, they're just nobody, but like they're still way up there. Um, just not not as a as kind of I want to say angelic (laughs) as angels, but I mean, I guess that's why angels and the word angelic exists because angels really are that beautiful, warm, ah, there's nothing like angel energy. And I think there's, yeah, there's lots that I could say about this, but I want to focus on a specific kind of example and a specific story for you here. So, Angel numbers or angel messages are something that I find very fascinating. And for me, I know I've mentioned this before, but I started seeing repetitive numbers on a clock when I kind of made this, like had this little conversation with God and said, okay, when I see repetitive numbers on the clock, I will stop what I'm doing and I will pray and I will say thank you and express gratitude for at least three things in front of me. So that was my kind of two part. Like I was praying with gratitude every time I saw repetitive numbers on the clock. And this was a few years ago. And since then I see repetitive numbers on the clock all the time. And I try to just kind of pause what I'm doing and give gratitude. Even if I'm in the middle of a conversation, I'll just kind of like think in my mind something I can be grateful for. And I believe that these are that that repetitive numbers, not even necessarily on clocks, but just numbers in general are one of the ways in which angels communicate with us. And so when I realized that this was actually like a communication, like I asked for this and it was given to me, it took me honestly a year or so of this to realize, wait, I communicated and I was responded to. This is like a two-way street here. This isn't just me talking into the abyss. This is me talking, being heard, and delivered to. Wow, like that changes things. That opens up the realm of possibility. And I just find that really exciting. So what I do now is if you've ever tried to look up the meaning of a number, so for example, I'm gonna get into twos today. So like two, two, two. For example, if you've ever tried to look up the meaning for that number, you might feel a little overwhelmed doing a Google search and realizing there's so many different websites and so many different people's perspectives. And which one do you go to? And they're all they're they're kind of general, but they have little differences. Um, I was even quite skeptical, honestly, of this. And so I went to <laughs> I went to one website that I'm gonna share with you in a second, and it has basically every website every number and i basically clicked on like 50 different numbers to read them because i was like there's no way that every time i see a certain repetitive number like it's the same repetitive number for like three days in a row there's no way that this is actually a specific message for me i bet it's all just kind of general fluffy it could relate to anybody so i started reading other numbers to see like Would this one relate to me? Like for example, if I was seeing 222 for today, I've seen it four times in a row. If I looked up the meaning for that, I'm like, well, yeah, that fits. And then I look up 555 or even like 1001, which has been a number that I've seen recently within the last kind of month or so quite a few times. So if I'm looking at these numbers, are they relating to where I'm at right now? And I realize, no. It's often, you know, sometimes you get to another number, like there's lots of numbers in this world. So sometimes you get to another number and you're like, okay, yeah, that one could fit too. But it made me realize that there, that it is a communication tool. And so if it's a communication tool, I want clear communication. That's how I roll. <laughs> I love clear communication. I'm pretty blunt. Um, I am like that with my friends. I'm like that just like that is naturally who I am, how I am. I like things to be crystal clear and to be really well communicated and I like to be on the same page as people. And I don't feel like angels are any different. There are no exception. I wanna be crystal clear and I wanna be on the same page. So what I have done that I have found to be super successful is I have chosen one website and it is uh, Joanne Sacred Scribes. If you just type in angel numbers on Google, this one will come up, Joanne Sacred Scribes. And she has like all the numbers listed. There's so many. And I like her write-ups. They're they're nice. She puts them in in like r- words them really well. Um, so basically what I did is I said, okay, this is the website that I will use. So spirit team, if you have a message to communicate with me, and actually I just caught myself there. I just said spirit team because I do believe that all members of our spirit team communicate with us through numbers. Although they're typically referred to as angel numbers, which is why I'm talking about them right now in the angel segment. This is my belief. They're called angel numbers, so you take what belief is going to work for you. But I believe all members of my team Um, really communicate to me with numbers. So I said, okay team, this is the website I will use. So if you have a message to communicate with me, this is the website to use. Make sure that your definition matches the number that you're showing me and then I'll know what you mean. And another kind of a a, a different approach or a different example of this um, is that for a while, I was seeing 555. And this was before I had this little agreement with my spirit team about this one specific website. I was seeing 555 and I had just seen this meme, not, not really a meme, because I think memes are supposed to be funny, but it was just like a little image on Instagram. And it just said like 555 means your financial abundance is coming or something like that. Something like around in terms of money coming your way. And I was like, ooh, cool. That's fun, <laughs> and that was really it. Like I just I I remember it being like five. I, like I didn't I never really knew that that one was about finance. So anyway, then I kept seeing five 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 or five 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 yeah five 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 <laughs> everywhere all the time for a few weeks, and then I'd actually been working on um, manifesting, which I'm not going to get too deep into today, um, but I had been working on manifesting a amount of money and I was seeing all these fives, and I manifested a significant amount of money. So I had given those numbers a definition and so my belief is that my spirit team was communicating what you are working towards right now, what you are creating, co-creating. And when I mean co-creating, I mean you and your spirit team. What I was co-creating was going to unfold in front of me and that I was on the right path and to keep moving forward. And so because that was a specific definition that I'd given to 555, that was how it was communicated with me. Like I said, that was before I'd really realized the power of communication and the power of like, I can be clear on this is the website that I will be reading my definitions from. So if you want to communicate with me, use this website. I have yet to find the definition anywhere that 555 means that your financial abundance is coming. I can't even find that image on Instagram anymore. I think I searched on um, Facebook, I think I searched on uh, Pinterest, I think I searched on Instagram, I think I searched on Google. I tried looking all over the place for anything to back me up with this belief that 555 meant your financial abundance was coming, and then I realized it didn't matter what any website said it mattered the value and the belief that I gave it. It mattered that I was using that as a tool to communicate, hey, spirit team, when I'm doing the things and moving in the right direction towards this money that I'm working to co-create with you, when I'm doing the things correctly and moving in the right direction, let me know by showing me 555. And so they did. And I think that's really a great takeaway for you. What is your definition? What is the meaning that you've put behind these numbers, behind these experiences? Do you look for synchronicities? Do you look for signs? Are you open to receiving them? Are you ready to receiving them? Are you declaring to your spirit team, I'm open and willing and ready to receive signs? Because I believe when you say that, I believe when you state that, I believe you will receive your signs. So, I want to share just a little bit about a specific kind of example, like I mentioned, about 222 that happened to me today. Um, and I'm not going to get super detailed on this story. And the reason is because, first off, I live in a very small town, and you're going to hear what I'm talking about is specific. Like, I, I don't want to get too deep into details. Um, And also because when I'm still going through things, I don't believe that that's the right time to really share all the details. I believe in reflection is when I can really give you the best kind of picture of what actually happened. So because this just happened today, I'm just gonna give you kind of snippets of the story. That being said, if you do follow me on Instagram, you would have seen a little bit more of the details in my stories today. And the reason that I shared just a little bit more in my stories is because stories disappear within 24 hours, whereas this podcast is up and out there forever. (laughs) So it's a little bit different kind of um, a delivery of content. Okay, so I have been working towards something really scary, really impactful, really big in my life for quite a few months now. And what this is, is finding a job as a nurse. And I have been on medical leave for a couple years because of my chronic migraines. And I have really wanted to return to nursing. (laughs) That was my dog yawning again. I really have no idea if you're going to be able to hear any of this. (laughs) But she's feeling sassy it's almost dinner time for her so anyways i've been working towards getting a job as a nurse for quite a few months now and i was feeling very defeated i was feeling very frustrated nothing was working out i felt like things were um really kind of like falling apart at each step i felt like the odds were stacked against me i felt like i was crumbling. I, I felt mad. I felt pissed off. I felt angry. I wanted to cry. I wanted to scream at so many different parts through the last few months because nothing was working out. And it was kind of one of those things where, like, I, I almost questioned myself, like, is this a sign to give up? Is this a sign that this is not meant for me? But when I was really tuning into my intuition, when I really prayed and asked God and Jesus and my ancestors and my guides and my highest self and my angels, my whole spirit team, what is meant for me? I got a very clear response to keep going, to keep pursuing and that this will work out for me. And it just wasn't time yet. Which is frustrating when you're a human living in this human world and you want things to happen on your time. Again, remember, our spirit team does not live on the same timeline as us. So even though this only took me a few months, it it felt like a very long, frustrating process. But through it all, I knew that my team was guiding me. I knew that I was supported. And I had faith that this was for a reason, and the reason, and and some of the other signs, are the piece that I'm not going to get into today. Um, I have had some really cool experiences, but I want to get into the numbers and the message that I got from the numbers with you today. So I had my first day at my new job, and you know, like things are are finally unfolding for me. Like it's like all of this time I've been waiting and anticipating this moment, and then here it is and let me tell you the signs i got so i'm sitting down and i open up my emails again i've been off for a few years so i have 2222 emails in my inbox oh boy that's going to take me a hot minute to go through <laughs> and organize but i was like oh wow that's a, that's a lot but i like the i like the repetitive numbers there and then i didn't really think too much of it Again, I'm pretty used to seeing repetitive numbers and I don't always look up the meaning unless I see it more than once kind of in a day or in a row or in a, in a week or something like that. So first I saw it on my emails. Then I saw it, I had to, I'm doing a lot of like online learning courses for this job. And so one of the little courses that I watched, I had to listen to this little video and the video was two minutes and 22 seconds. And not only was it two minutes and 22 seconds. oh Daisy. That's my dog again, she's getting real sassy. <laughs> Not only was it two minutes and 22 seconds, but the creators of this online course made a point of noting out, they literally said, note, this video was two minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> and I looked at it and went, hmm, what are the odds? <laughs> and then I was, um oh gosh, I'm I'm jumping to my fourth one that I had in my brain. Oh, and then I caught the clock at 2.22. And so at that point, that's when I shared on my Instagram stories that I was really feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm in the, the right place. Like things are unfolding as I was hoping that they would, not necessarily hoping because I didn't really mm, have like a strong hope on the Exact outcome, but I knew where I really wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing. And these twos were a sign for me that I was on the right path. And so when I looked up two 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 and two 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 on Joanne Sacred Scribes, um, I saw that really what that means is that trust that things will turn out, have faith nothing happens by chance, stand strong, and get this, this one totally, totally got me. New, I don't even know how to say this word, new auspicious and timely opportunities are coming or are here. Uh, I didn't write down the ending of it. I can't remember if it was or, are coming or are here, but new auspicious and timely opportunities. And I mean, like I said, I've been, I've been kind of pushing for this opportunity for months and it just unfolded today, really unfolded today. I just got my official letter that I have this position today. I had my first job today. Things really just unfolded today. And I wanna to touch on one more thing about angel numbers here. Two, 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 and two, 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 they're all repetitive twos. And so what this means is essentially a number holds a vibration. I don't, I don't know a lot about numerology, so I'm not going to get super deep into it, but numbers hold an, an energy, a vibration. And when you have three in a row, it's kind of like that number times three. When you have four in a row, it's kind of like that number times four. Five in a row, kind of like that number times five. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of gives it more oomph, more power. So its root it has the same meaning. So 222 and 2000 and 222 have very similar write-ups. If you do want to go on to the Joanne Sacred Scribes, you can see that for yourself, they're very similar. Okay, so I think that's kind of what I wanted to really share about numbers, what I wanted to share with you about just kind of the the timing of things, the way things work out. I do have an episode all on divine timing also, and I absolutely love divine timing. I think it's really frustrating when you're in this human world and you're expecting things to happen on your time, but when things do happen and when you realize the divinity behind the timing of things, that for me is the definition of magic. So I'm feeling all the magic feelings today and my dog is feeling all the hungry feelings today. (laughs) So I guess I better wrap this one up and go give that girl dinner. But I do want to recap for you here. Um, Your spirit team is always there. They're literally always there. No, they're not spying on you while you're showering, but they are always there. Now, here's the thing. They're not just like poking at you, tapping at you, bugging you and pestering you. They're there and you have to pick up the phone and call them and be like, hey, let's start a conversation, let's start a connection, let's get on the same page. I want your help with this. I'm grateful for you for this. Do that two-way communication because they are waiting for you to open the door. They are waiting for you to pick up the phone and call them. And that's part of our free will. And that's part of the way that God designed us to be, to have free will, that our spirit team can't just come bombarding into our lives and take over. You have free will and because you have free will, you need to pick up the phone if you want the support from your spirit team. If you want your highest self and your highest power to really come to fruition, if you want to connect and communicate with God and Jesus, your guides, your ancestors, the angels around you, you need to pick up the phone. They're waiting and they are... They are, I can't, I can't even get this out. I'm just hold tight. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) One of the things that happens to me sometimes is when I am being communicated with or through my spirit guides, um, my emotions can just kind of take over and (laughs) I'm just getting like the biggest joy, the biggest laughter, the biggest like, this is my purpose. This is my passion to be telling and encouraging and supporting others in picking up the phone and starting this connection. And my eyes are filling with tears right now. I just feel like I just wanna like laugh so loudly right now. I know that this is my passion and my mission. And I also know that your spirit team is there for you, that they are cheering for you, that they are rooting for you, and they are so excited to deepen a connection and relationship with you. Okay, this episode definitely took a few more turns than I thought. <laughs> It's not I had both the ringing in my ears and the uh giggling laughter that I had a I had a hard time suppressing for a second there. <sighs> okay. So I think that's everything for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know we got into a lot of stuff and talked about a lot of things and I hope that you find this as exciting as I do. Again, please be sure to come hang out on Instagram. If you are enjoying this podcast, please hit follow, hit like, hit subscribe, whatever options your podcast platform allows you to do. It really helps me out in the podcast world. If you're able to leave a rating and review that is super that helps me out loads and ultimately my mission is to spread this podcast to spread my mission to spread my purpose with people who are looking for my message with people who are looking for support answers direction alignment guidance guidance, what their highest self is looking for and wanting. Those are the people that I'm looking to connect with. So the more that you can kind of like, follow, engage, support, connect, all those things, it basically tells the podcast people, hey, this is some good stuff. (laughs) Share it. (laughs) Okay. I hope you have a very good day. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming. See you next time. And may God bless you.